My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smith's Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning. I'm so glad you're here today. Hopefully you'll pick up a point or two or maybe be reminded of something that you might have known in the past and, you know, life gets in the way and we forget things. And sometimes when we hear something for the very first time, it may not be applicable to us in our lifestyle, but down the road we may find that it is very, very important for us to know and sometimes we just have to recall it. This is the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Monday through Friday, I am here from 8 to 9 in the morning, bringing you the relevant topics, the information, the updated information, the relevant information for today's world. I also bring you some of the best guests in the industry to bring you their take, their information, their experiences, their their knowledge, and all that good stuff. The bottom line is to talk about the products that are important. Talk about the things that are important. Talk about the health situations that are important and maybe address them, maybe in a way that'll give us a little bit more information and maybe lead us in the right direction to be able to get the continued information that we need and maybe open up the doors for us to feel comfortable going to our medical practitioners and having these discussions. You know, because there's a lot of people out there dealing with health conditions and they don't go see their health practitioners at all. Even not, I mean, not even for diagnostic. You know, sometimes knowing what you're dealing with can make the journey a heck of a lot easier than guessing. So, you know, I'm not a big believer in running to the doctor for every hangnail, but I do believe it's a good idea to go in and get your checkups and get your blood work done and do the things that we should be doing because we have a tendency to put things on the back burner and deprioritize ourselves in the mix. Part of it is knowledge and education, and that's why I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They are an amazing, fully full-packed, just full-service store where you can go in and see the best of the best in every category. And above and beyond that... You get to work with people that have extreme knowledge and passion and information and education. They love what they do, and they're so good at it, and then you get to actually have these great conversations. There's nothing better than being able to discuss the situations at hand and be able to choose things wiser, uh, in a wiser fashion, actually, 
because of the fact that a lot of times we end up guessing. But if you can have a conversation on exactly what you're working on, you might just get the tips that you need to be more decisive in your decision making. And I think that's really important. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. You can visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. And remember, call them at 877-2494-877-2494 for mail order services. Or, you know, during those crazy busy times when you need your stuff, but oh, you're just swamped with all this stuff to do, you can call them. They'll get it all together for you. So all you have to do is run in, swoop in, and pick it up and be on your way. And I think that sometimes is really convenient and really handy. And sometimes, you know, we don't want to run out, especially when we're doing really well, you know, and we're making changes and we're able to really make a difference in our health and well-being. We don't want to stop. We want to keep going. But, you know, life is crazy. We got so much on our plate. Well, they're going to be there to work with you for that as well. Don't forget to go to their newly revamped webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. They'd love to partner up with you. All you have to do is enter your email address and you'll start getting alerts for specials and promotions. You'll get a monthly newsletter. You'll get coupons that you can print on your home computer and take in and use in the store on your next visit. So all good stuff, as well as being able to listen to any of the radio show recordings that are there on demand on your time schedule. Remember when you go in to make sure that you fill out the basket of the month giveaway little slip, put it in the drawing. You could fill one out every time you come in. Never know, it might be your month to get one of these wonderful baskets and all the products in the baskets come from their favorite companies. So that's good stuff. Well, today we're going to be talking about blood sugar. You know, this has been an issue for a very long time, but it seems like blood sugar situations are getting more and more confusing. But at the same time, the age level is going down farther and farther. And I'm not talking type 1, I'm talking type 2. You know, there was a time when most type 2 diabetics were, you know, a little long in the tooth. It's hit us when we were older, much, much older. Not anymore. We also know that high blood sugar, also known as hyperglycemia, is associated with things like diabetes and prediabetes. Now, prediabetes is something that's thrown around very commonly today, is when your blood sugar is high, but not high enough to be classified as diabetes. Our bodies usually manage our blood sugar levels by producing something called insulin. Insulin is a hormone that allows the cells in the body to use the sugar that's circulating around in the blood. As such, insulin is probably the most important regulator of blood sugar levels. Now, there's a lot of things that happen along the way, and sometimes insulin levels get out of control. We become insulin dependent. uh, We become insulin resistant. There's a lot of words that get thrown around. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention reports that 13% of the United States adults live with diabetes and that another 34% have prediabetes. That's a big chunk. This means that close to 50% of all United States adults have diabetes or prediabetes. Now, it's really important, especially if you have very high sugar. Uh, Chronically high sugar can lead to limb and life-threatening complications. So what are some of the things we can do? You know, I'd love to talk about the controllable variables. Controllable variables are the things that we can do that may take a little or a lot of work, but they're things that we can definitely do that will actually help a health situation. Number one, exercise. 
Regular exercise can help you reach and maintain a moderate weight and increase insulin sensitivity. Increased insulin sensitivity means your cells can more effectively use the available sugar in your bloodstream. Exercise also helps our muscles use blood sugar for energy and muscle contraction. The other thing is it just keeps your flexibility and your mobility and your circulation and keeps your body moving in a more positive direction. Exercise is something that works on a lot of different areas. But what it really does is it really helps with fluidity and movement and keeps us from stiffening up. It's good for the muscles. It's good for the ligaments, the tendons, the joints. You know, and it's also a great stress releaser as well because we know high levels of stress that are not reasoned with or dealt with uh, effectively are going to affect everything in the body negatively. We also talk a lot about carbohydrates. We know that the intake of our carbs can strongly influence our blood sugar levels. Our body breaks carbs into sugar, mainly glucose. Then insulin helps your body use and store it for energy. When we eat too many carbs or have insulin function problems, the process doesn't work and blood glucose levels rise. The American Diabetic Association recommends that people with diabetes manage their carb intake by counting carbs and be aware of how many they need. Some studies find that you can help to plan your meals appropriately, further improving blood sugar levels. A lot of people feel that eating a lower carb diet really does make a good difference. And I think that for me, for the most part, I find that when I eat low carb, my sugars levels are great. And then, you know, every once in a while, you know, you start, you know, reaching out a little bit more that you shouldn't be doing and you definitely see the difference in your blood sugar levels. So it is something we have to do. You know, the, the, the biggest thing is we we have turned food into something that has become a hobby, a sport, a pastime. When, you know, for the longest time, food was what it was. It was fuel. You ate so that you could repair, so that you could exercise the next day and be active the next day. Way back when, out of the fields, you know, working the animals, working the farms, things like that. You needed to eat to have the energy to be able to do it again the next day. And that's where food was. It, we glamorized it probably over the last, you know, 50 or so years where everything we do is centered around food now. You don't just meet someone just to meet up with them. You meet them for food. You meet them for lunch or brunch or dinner or snack or, you know, on the weekend. For some, it's Everything's around food. And I understand it's become a social event. But these social events have really become an issue that have been more negative than positive. Now, we need to increase fiber. Another thing that was very substantial in our diet for a very long time and today is pretty much almost missing in our diet. And we see that by the severe amount of bowel problems and digestive problems and constipation problems that we have in this country and the multi-billion dollar industry of laxative that are out there for us to choose from. We know that fiber can slow carb digestion and sugar absorption, giving us a, in promoting a more gradual rise of blood sugar levels. There's two different kinds of main fiber. There's insoluble and soluble. While both are important, soluble fiber has been the one shown to improve blood sugar, uh, while insoluble fiber hasn't really shown that much, but they're both really important. A high fiber diet can improve your body's ability to regulate blood sugar. Foods that are high in fiber are things like vegetables and fruits and legumes and whole grains, things we already know about. The recommended intake daily of fiber that's recommended is 25 grams for women and 35 grams for men. That's about 14 grams for every 1,000 calories. Now, you have to remember there was a time 
when people ate 50 or more grams a day. And I guarantee you, blood sugar levels were a heck of a lot better and constipation was probably not an issue. I know people that eat probably 50 to 75 grams of fiber a day. And believe me, they're not having any bowel problems. Their blood sugar is wonderful. They are mostly full. They're never walking around hungry all the time. And it's just been very, very healthy. If you try to eat more fiber, you will find that Number one, you'll notice a wonderful difference in the elimination cycle. You have more substantial, well-formed bowel movements, but you won't be hungry all the time either because it does fill up the stomach. Of course, water. That's water acts with the fiber. It swells up the fiber, and it helps to keep our blood sugar levels within healthy range. It also flushes our kidneys and flushes any excess sugar through urine. One review of observational studies showed that those who drank more water had a lower risk of developing high blood sugar levels. Drinking water regularly can hydrate the blood, lower blood sugar levels, and reduce the risk for diabetes. Keep in mind that water and other zero-calorie drinks are the best. Avoid sugar-sweetened options as they end up raising blood sugar. And they have calories to weight gain, and they can affect our blood sugar negatively. Now, one of the biggest things we have to remember is we still need to watch our portions. Even if you're eating healthy, healthy food has calories. You know, sometimes in our mind we think, well, it's okay, it's good for me, I can just eat as much as I want. You may not gain a lot of weight, especially if you're doing high-protein, low-carb, but you may not lose the weight you're trying to lose. We know that we should be measuring and weighing our portions, or at least having a better idea, using smaller plates. Avoid all-you-can-eat places. Read labels. Keep a journal. Slowly eat our food. Chew our food really well. Uh, not drink too much liquid while we're eating. And then try to choose foods that are on the low glycemic index scale. Now, the glycemic index measures how quickly carbohydrates break down during digestion and how rapidly <clears throat> excuse me, our body absorbs them. This affects how quickly our blood sugar levels rise. Now, the glycemic index or the glycemic index divides foods into low, medium, and high and ranks them from 0 to 100. Low GI foods usually have a ranking of 55 or less. Both the amount and type of carbs you eat determine how a food affects your blood sugar. Some examples of foods with a low GI or glycemic index include things like barley and unsweetened Greek yogurt, oats, beans, lentils, legumes, whole wheat pasta, non-starchy vegetables. And the ones that have the higher glycemic index are usually the ones loaded with sugar. So that's usually how you tell. The lower the sugar or elemental vegetables that are just basically green vegetables, you know, chances are they're going to be very low. The other thing is stress. We need to manage our stress, and we don't. And stress affects everything in the body, including blood sugar levels. Uh, when you're stressed, our body secretes hormones called glycogon and cortisol, which can cause blood sugar levels to rise. Those are the stress hormones that we produce. When you incorporate in some exercise movement, let's call it, relaxation, some meditation, some organizational skills, maybe working on positivity versus living in a negative situation that we allow to be around us all the time, um, we find that everything is better. I think it's really important. I think it's important if someone is diabetic or they've been diagnosed to make sure they're monitoring their blood glucose. Get a glucometer. Most of the time your insurance will cover it, but it does at least give you an idea of where you are, even if you only do it a couple times a day or even 
every other day just to have an idea. Otherwise, you just don't know. And it's really good to know because if you all of a sudden your blood sugar is spiking, then you have to think to yourself, what have I been eating? What have I been doing? What am I going through? And you find out that you have been eating just a ton of carbohydrates. You haven't been active. You haven't been drinking water. And these are going to be issues that are going to affect you negatively. So what about sleep? Where does sleep come into it? Well, sleep helps us recharge the batteries. Sleep helps us repair our body. It helps us deal with stress. Um, we know that having a better quality sleep is really important. We should try to follow some kind of a schedule using soothing and calming scents like lavender. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to save the dryer sheets when you take your clothes out of the dryer and kind of flatten them out and put about five drops of lavender oil and put it between your pillowcase and your pillow. It's amazing how, how effective that can be for actually making a difference in the um, relaxation state. Of course, avoid working in your bedroom. Shut your office down and go to bed. Bedrooms are for two things, intimacy and sleep. Try doing some meditation. If you're not a meditation kind of person, then take a hot bath. Throw some lavender oil in there. Put on some nice music. Take a long, hot shower and just kind of focus and kind of let the stress kind of come off your shoulders and all the way down into the drain. Just let it wash it away. Plus, it also warms up a lot of those tight, sore muscles like the neck and the back and the shoulders. Exercising. Also avoiding too much caffeine late at night, you know, and, you know, just allowing yourself to kind of um, decompress. We know that foods that are higher in the, I guess, the, the nutrient, chromium and magnesium mineral are very effective. We know that high blood sugar levels in diabetes have been linked to micronutrient deficiencies. Uh, chromium is involved in carb and fat metabolism. And chromium-rich foods are basically meats and fruits and vegetables and nuts. So supplementing uh, chromium, sometimes supplementing magnesium and looking at nutrition can really make a difference. High-rich foods of magnesium are things like tuna and dark chocolate, bananas, avocados, beans, and dark leafy greens. And, you know, keeping in mind that it's not like you have to be as skinny as a rail, but sometimes losing, you know, 10% of overweight body weight can make a dramatic difference in your levels and how your body processes um, your sugars in your body. Don't forget about your probiotics, really, really important. Greek and kosher yogurt would be a great way to go because it does make a dramatic difference. So knowing that our blood sugar is regulated by these two hormones, which is insulin and glycogon, you know, and knowing that if we can help to do things that make a difference, you know, we're going to be better off for it and we're going to feel better in the long run. And we want to make sure that you are doing everything you possibly can do to eat better, have a better outlook in life, and also at the same time, put ourselves into a category where, you know, we can actually start to see a change. It gets very frustrating sometimes, you know, and, you know, I've had people before because I have people that are dealing with their sugar and, you know, they think they're doing the right things and they think that they're eating the right things. But you know what? They still have a hard time really understanding the carbohydrate conundrum. Now, I know people that are type 2 diabetic and they can have a decent amount of carbs and their sugar levels stay normal. But sometimes when they cut those levels they've been having for a while back, they find out that they can dramatically bring down their blood sugar. Now, We've known over the years that a high-protein, low-to-no-carbohydrate diet, basically like protein and greens, uh, maybe a little bit of dairy, your sugar will drop dramatically. 
um, when you start bringing in sugared cereals and too much bread white potatoes and white rice and white pasta and chips and tortillas and all those things that you like and sugary beverages, your sugar is going to go up just kind of the way it is. And I will tell you, it is not easy to give up these foods that you have liked for the longest time because your palate has really become comfortable with being in charge of your cravings and our cravings kind of like a comfort zone. Comfort zones are familiar and, you know, it's kind of like that dent in the couch that our rear end fits in so nicely so we can grab the remote and sit there for hours on end. You know, it's comfort. It's a comfort zone, but it doesn't mean it's good for us because we should be doing other things and be up and active. These foods that we crave that our palates drive us to are rarely good. They're usually really good tasting, terrible for us foods. And usually they're the foods that you should definitely not be eating if you're a diabetic. Diabetes is very hard on people. People don't realize the damaging of the nerve endings and the uh, predisposition to strokes and heart and cardiovascular infections and infarctions and events, all of these things. And also weakening of our immune system and losing our concentration and affecting our vision and our sense of taste and gaining weight and being inactive and losing limbs, you know, and having poor healing powers and terrible circulation. There's a lot of things that go along with this. So when you start weighing out, eating these foods that you absolutely don't want to give up, weigh out the things that could possibly happen if you don't kind of get a grip and start thinking in the world of moderation. Smaller meals, really important. Filling up the body on fiber, also very, very important. You know, we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to get those fiber foods going. You know, I like fiber foods. You know, I talk about vegetables and things all the time. What I do in the morning, not all the time, but pretty much a lot of the time, is I take like two heaping tablespoons of psyllium. I know it's like sawdust. And I put it under the water in the sink and I just keep stirring it and stirring it till it's really kind of as liquid as it can be, knowing that if I stop stirring, it's going to turn solidified very quickly. And I just slam it down and follow with some water. Terrible tasting. But I know that it's good for blood sugar. I know it's good for the bowels. I know that it's going to give a substantial bowel movement. I know that the idea of it is like throwing sawdust in a bucket of water. So people that have a very loose stool that doesn't form very well, this if you come back to that bucket that you threw the sawdust in, you will see that the sawdust absorbed all the liquids and it became semi-solid. It's the same thing in your body. If you use things like psyllium and or flax seeds and or chia seeds, you're going to find that you're going to start having more substantial, better formed stools. And that's very important. And, and you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to bring down the, the, the thing about sleep because sleep is so important. You know, when we're growing up, sleep is kind of a punishment. Go to bed. It's your bedtime and you get in trouble. You have to go to your room and take a naps and all those things you do when you're younger that you think are punishment. And today, a good night's sleep and a nap in the afternoon. Whew, it's like a vacation. It's like heaven. As you get older, you start to look at sleep a little bit differently because you know how important it is to be able to do what you do every day with it. And you also know how devastating it is to do what you do every day without good, proper, rejuvenating, rehydrating, and fixing sleep. You know, so it is really, really important. So you can imagine when you're dealing with things like blood sugar issues, how important shutting down and decompressing and recharging is. You know, I'm always going to talk about water. I'm always going to talk about getting a handle on your stress. I'm always going to talk about, you know, um, eating something in the morning and don't skip breakfast. Uh, I think it's important. You know, if you're not a big breakfast eater, you could always do a smoothie in the morning. I mean, you definitely could. You could also eat a couple eggs 
eggs are protein. They're really good. They're very filling and they help to break the fast. So, you know, that's really, really important. Now, something you may not have heard about before is something called resistant starch. Resistant starch is found in some potatoes and beans, bypasses the small intestine and ferments in the large intestine, which means it doesn't raise glucose level and it promotes the growth of good bacteria in the body. And that's according to John Hopkins Medicine. It's a fiber filled starch and helps with glycemic control. It's important. Interestingly, um, resistant starch can change with heat and some foods like rice are higher resistant starch when cooked and cooled than with cooked and served warm. So keep that in mind that, you know, it is amazing. They say that if you make your rice and you put it in the refrigerator and use it the next day, that it does not have that much or that much of an effect on your blood sugar. And I think if you're exercising, I think we process our carbohydrates a little bit better as well. So definitely something to, to keep in mind. Life Seasons has come out with an amazing amount of products that have done really well. And personally, I use quite a few of them. Um, but the one that I have become, you know, very, very attached to is the Glucose Stability their blood sugar support formula. And this has really made a dramatic difference in the way that I do things. Now, they recommend three capsules a day. I do four. I do two in the morning and two in the evening. And it has made a dramatic difference in my blood sugar levels. And it, it amazing. And it's a product that is designed to be taken with or without food daily. Um, the health benefits, helping to support the body's natural cellular metabolism and help fight the damaging effects of free radicals. So it's just another benefit for the body. It's a protector mechanism product, as well as it is for helping to get our, our stable numbers more in line. Um, they say that a really good healthy blood sugar is anywhere from 80 to about 130. That's a really good range. When you start getting up to like 130 to like 170, you start getting in the heavy-duty pre-diabetes. And then above and beyond there, you're looking at diabetes. We know that most people see initial benefits with the glucose stability within a couple of weeks. That generally includes more stable numbers when you test your blood sugar levels, as well as a general feeling of well-being. We know that a lot of diabetics today have a lot of fatigue. And, and if you've ever, if you are diabetic, or maybe you're not diabetic, but maybe you're pre-diabetic, but have you ever noticed that when you eat a lot of carbohydrates, you just get really tired? I mean, you just want to nap. You know, I think this happens a lot at Thanksgiving. I think everybody's blood sugars kind of get a little fluctuated because they're doing potatoes and they're doing breads and sweets and pumpkin pie and all that kind of stuff. And that's why I think so many people, first of all, they overeat because that's the holiday. And second of all, I think they're having so much sugar and carbs coming into their body that their body just crashes. I mean, let's face it. Haven't you had a Thanksgiving where you, everybody took a nap after, after? And then you know what's the funny thing is you get up and everybody eats again. It's the craziest thing. It's a great holiday, especially if you're a foodie. Nothing better. Nothing better than a sliced turkey sandwich a couple hours after dinner. Uh, I'll admit, that's fantastic. So definitely keep that in mind. So we have a lot of people out there that are not active. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't have the time to exercise, or they don't make the time, or they don't have the time to really cook healthy meals, or they don't make the time. We know that carrying more and more weight on our frame is happening more and more every single year. Today's stressful lifestyle makes it really hard to stay healthy. In fact, more than 29 million people in the United States now suffer from blood sugar instability. And most of them ended up there. Want to know why? 
lifestyle choices. <clears throat> this is why Life Seasons created glucose stability. To help us get back in balance without the use of pharmaceuticals. But there are people that are going to have to use pharmaceuticals. They've let it go too far. They use plants like chromium and cinnamon. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm so dry today. Gymnema bilberry alpha-lipoic acid that works together to support cellular metabolism and help to protect the body from damage caused by free radicals. It's not just about having a high level. It's what having those high levels can do. And I think that a lot of times we we just need to make sure that we're really truly focusing on the importance of keeping the body in balance. This is a great product. I I really, really, really like it. And I, I've turned a lot of people onto it because, you know, it, it has the nutrients in it that are the worker nutrients that will work on antioxidant, oxidative stress, and all those good things, and even help to deter your cravings for sweets a little bit. But they also are there for helping to help the recuperative and fixing and balancing in the body. I mean, how many people with diabetes knows that as your sugar goes up, it can affect your um, vision and your circulation negatively? How many people know that when you have really high blood sugar, that your natural cellular metabolism can go very low? With high blood sugar, it can even be harder to lose weight. And you don't have great energy. You know, I, I was talking with a, a young lady a couple of weeks ago, and she needed to go in and get her blood work done. So I made a recommendation. She went in, and her blood sugar was quite high, and the doctor said, I'm going to give you 30 days to start making a difference. So she immediately went on a high-protein, low-carb diet, and I mean very strict, mostly protein, yogurt, and green vegetables, and lots of water, green tea, uh, black coffee in the morning with no sweetener, and she started exercising morning and night, going on really good long walks um, and breaking a sweat. And she started taking the glucose stability, but I also recommended a multiple vitamin and magnesium and probiotics, and she needed enzymes because she had a lot of gas and bloating. At the end of the month, she went back to see the doctor again, who was also a family friend. So he made room. She went in, and her blood sugar had gone down dramatically. And he said, what did you do? And she said, well, she told him everything that she did. And he said, I'm not going to put you on the meds. I'd like to see you in 30 days. You know, so it's been a month. She's already doing great. Now, the nice thing is she drops like 18 pounds. And if you don't think that's motivating, guess again. But, you know, when we went over her diet, she was eating, she's a very, very high-stress executive. She was eating called-in food, delivered food, fast food on the way home from work. By the time she got home at night, she was exhausted. She didn't do anything. She just sat on the couch and ate, got up the next morning early, and went right back to work. No exercise, really not much of a relaxed life, worked on the weekends. And, you know, she finally admitted, she goes, this is killing me. Yeah, it is. And it can. And it will because the stress levels were off the charts. Now, she has set boundaries since then. She shuts down every day at 6 o'clock. She starts every day at 8. She does not do anything on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday. She shuts down her emails, everything. She said, if I can't get it done in my hours during the week, then it just can't be done or it'll have to wait. And she's getting a better night's sleep. She started taking the rest Zs at night. She was also a little anxious. She's using the anxiety. So she's using three great products from Life Seasons. And I'll tell you what, 
it has given her her life back. Now, is it a combination of everything? Absolutely. Exercise, drinking water, changing the diet dramatically and taking out all of that stuff that was causing the problems and definitely leading to problems in the first place. Terrible. And that kind of a diet is never going to be healthy. Her cholesterol was quite high, but the ratio was quite high. And at the end of the first month already, she had seen dramatic changes with her high-density lipid or HDL. The good cholesterol, the happy cholesterol, had gone up, and the LDL, the lousy, had come down. So she's heading in the right direction. Her blood pressure is better. You know, it, it is amazing sometimes how much control we have. But on the same, on the same, you know, note, if you will, we don't have enough drive to do it. It's really hard to get motivated to do things. I mean, everybody's in overload. Now, I know there's a lot of people today that have really cut back their hours. They're only doing what they should be doing. They're staying at home. A lot of people are still working from home, and that's perfectly fine. But there's also the overworkers out there that are working way too hard, doing way too much, mostly for not enough money. Um, so they're stressing out, and they're working hard, and they're putting everything in their world on the back burner for companies. You know, it, it's it's not a good idea. Sometimes it's a good idea to have a dialogue with your company and say, look, you know, I am doing all of this. I have no life balance. And having life balance is really important. When I first started working with Life Seasons, the first thing I thought about their name, Life Seasons, was life, a healthy life for all seasons. And I think that's important. And I think it's a reminder that we have to be able to set boundaries, but we also need to make sure that we're not letting things because of our fear of things, not standing up and, and putting ourselves first. Because if you take the time, like this example of my friend here, she's doing twice the work now during the week, smarter, healthier, with more energy and getting it done more effectively because she's healthy now. And she's seen such a dramatic change in her health and her work progress has just, you know, just exploded with how much better it is because of the focus. She even admitted that she was starting to have some vision problems as well. And she's going to make an appointment at her ophthalmologist at the first of the year and go in and get her eyes checked. They've gotten better already. She said she even noticed a difference in her night vision when she's driving. Diabetes is very sneaky. It's very silent. But it can be very, very debilitating and just cause so many different radiated benefits in all the bad areas. So if you think that you may be diabetic, please go see your doctor. Do a fasting blood, blood glucose test. Don't eat the whole night before. Don't drink anything. Go in. Get your blood work done. Ask for an A1C and have them do a fasting blood sugar on you and see how you're doing. I mean, it's a good idea to know. You know, the funny thing about diabetics is they're, they're all, for the longest time, they've all been very, very sneaky about their levels and their doctors because I know lots of diabetics. My family's full of them. So what they would do is like seven to 10 days before they go into their doctor, they'd all eat really well. They'd kind of keep active and drink a lot of water and get good sleep. And they would go in and, the, and they would do their blood sugar. And the doctor would say, wow, your sugar's in a really good level. Pat them on the head and set them out the door as they went out to eat a pie. You know, so the thing is, you know, you used to be able to do that. You can't do that anymore. This A1C test is months and months of balanced averages. So... If you have been bad at all, it's going to pick it up. So it's going to give you an average of where you are and where you have been. So I love it because it keeps people on their toes. 
And it, plus, it also gives us a really good idea of where we're going and, and how bad something is. Because when you get that conversation and you have that talk and you find out that your blood sugar is high and your A1C is really high, it's disheartening. It is scary. You might have known. You probably were sensing some of the symptoms and things along the way, and you probably just were not paying attention, or you didn't want to pay attention, or you didn't want the reality check, or you're just thinking, no, this is not going to happen, I don't have time for this, which is our usual throwback for things like this. But once you know, it becomes a completely different focus in your world, because this one health situation, this blood sugar situation, can positively really work well for you. Or negatively, it can cause so many problems in so many different areas. So I really like that they did this. I, I love their formulas. And I say this every time I do a radio show with, with Life Seasons. Their formulas are eclectically and oddly formulated in the most amazing way. And I still look at some of them these days and I'm like, huh. And then I start thinking about it. Then I do just a little bit of more research. And I think to myself, it just makes perfect sense. Now I know why they put all those together, either separately, very effective, or in a combination with some other ingredient in there. They're the dynamic duo or trio um, working together to really give these amazing effects. And I think this is why this line has done so well. I mean, here you have this product that helps maintain blood sugar levels, supports healthy circulation and vision, and promotes the body's natural cellular metabolism. I will also say helps to control the appetite for sweets, and it makes your meter happier, especially when you're checking your, your blood glucose. Now, it says on there three a day. Some people do one with every meal. I think, you can, I think spreading them out to at least twice a day would be good. I choose to do two in the morning and two in the evening just works well for me. I also throw in um, a preventive one a day blood pressure and one a day of the liver. Um, and I throw in an anxiety once in a while just to keep me even. But I do two and two of these. And I found my levels to be quite nice. And I know it makes a difference. I, I think what happens is when people see the, when they have to take a medication, the medication is going to help the level of what you see on your meter. Things like glucose stability help to create a better, healthier balance in the body and help to make the body healthier rather than just reducing a level. It's actually working on the long-term rejuvenation, rehydration, rebuilding, restoring, fixing, and balancing in the body. And I think that's the one difference between something that's more preventive and proactive, something that's uh, more nutritionally based than something that's pharmaceutically based. Because the pharmaceuticals are usually used to get levels in line and make things look good on paper and to help to create a better balance in the body. And, you know, that's important because some people are so off the charts that without that medication, they're going to have a dramatic problem. And the medication can be used. Now, are people on medication for diabetes forever? No, not necessarily. Sometimes people lose all the weight. They get active. They balance their stress. They change their levels. Everything gets good. And many times they're able to maintain it without the medication. Some people stay on the medication forever because it's either an extreme case or it's a situation where they have not done anything they're supposed to do and they're relying solely on this medication. And there's side effects with the medication. You know, and I think that a lot of times people don't realize that there can be side effects. So you have to listen to your body. I mean, one of the biggest side effects I think is diarrhea and it's not pretty. Some of the medications out there can cause you to have run to the bathroom, um, barely make it diarrhea. 
And for some people, that's just not going to fit their lifestyle. It may not happen every day, may happen once a week, once a month, but when it happens, it's pretty substantial. So that's another reason to really increase your fiber intake and have better fibers in your diet because the fiber helps to take that liquidy kind of nature that's going on in there and solidify it. That sawdust in a bucket of water situation, really, really important. And I think that, you know, as you start to learn more and more about blood sugar, you start to learn that exercise is not only good for our body and tightening up our body and giving us energy, but it improves blood glucose in people with type 2 diabetes. That's important. Increasing insulin sensitivity and the body's ability to use glucose as energy. And that's according to the American Diabetic Association. It's really important. I think that we, we take for granted the things in our life that can really make a difference, like eating a good breakfast. You know, I have times when I can't, sometimes I'll just throw everything in a, in a container, shake it up. Like if I'm on the road, you know, I'll throw greens and maybe a scoop of protein powder or something in there. I'll just shake it up and drink it in the shaker cup. That's easy. I don't have a problem with that. If I'm in a hotel where they're having, they serve breakfast, I'll go down and have hard-boiled eggs and maybe a plain yogurt. Something. Something in there to break the fast. Breakfast. That's what it means. You know, and I think it makes a difference because I think otherwise you're, you're going all day and I think then you just get famished and then you're just eating way too much and then you get tired because your blood sugar goes out of control because you're eating way too much and probably too many sugary carbs. You know, and it's not good, but, you know, drinking plenty of water, starting out with a little bit of something in your stomach in the morning can really make a dramatic difference. I mean, I drink a lot of water. We were raised that way, you know, not by choice. You know, when we were kids, all we wanted was Kool-Aid and sodas like all our friends had, but we had water. And we lived in the country. We had well water, which was amazing tasting. Like every time I go home and I taste the water, I'm just like, oh, my goodness, this is better than all the filtered waters that I drink. You know, it's still fantastic. But, you know, drinking the water is something that really makes a difference. And it really does help to keep the body in a very, very functionally balanced way. We just don't think of the importance of these simple things, these variables that are so definitely controllable. We just don't think about it. We just don't get enough. And it's too bad that carbohydrates are things that we love so much. You know, and people still eat way too many of them, even knowing that they shouldn't. And you know what's funny is the people that I know that are eating the carbs, they will basically say while they're eating the carbs and buttering that bread and eating that mashed potatoes and baked potatoes and French fries and all that kind of stuff, they will say, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, you shouldn't. But you're gonna. And you know, there's not a problem with doing it once in a while. It's just when it gets out of control. See, the problem that we have in this world when it relates to things like blood sugar and diabetes and weight gain and weight loss is that if you're a smoker and you finally get to the point when you're able to quit smoking, you never smoke again. If you're an alcoholic or you drink way too much alcohol and you decide to stop drinking alcohol, you stop. You don't drink it ever again. But if you're trying to lose weight or change your health or balance your blood sugar, you still have to eat. So it's not like you're quitting eating completely, which would, of course, make it really, really easy to be able to do. But we can't do that. We need food to function, to repair, to balance, to live. So the thing is, you're still eating. So those taste buds are always there. And the fighting, not only the bulge, but fighting the cravings is always going to be something that's there. 
it's just something that you're going to be dealing with that we're all going to be dealing with forever. There are those foods there. And we can't expect everybody around us to give up what they're doing because they may not have a health issue. So it gets very, very hard. You have to have a lot of self-control. And it's not a bad thing, but it's not an easy thing either. Now, you know, going for Thanksgiving, you know, upcoming, you know, uh, holidays, all the holidays. Well, we got them all coming up. We got Thanksgiving coming up. You've got um, Christmas coming up. And this this mentality started three months ago when everybody was sitting back saying, okay, I'm planning for the upcoming holidays. I know that Thanksgiving I'm going to eat. I know that Christmas I'm going to eat. I know that New Year's I'm going to eat. I know that I'm going to be going to holiday parties. I'm going to be eating. I have to make sure that I'm doing all the right things. And this is this whole mentality that starts in like September, when we start thinking about the upcoming holidays, and that's usually what ends up happening. So as we get to the last quarter of the year, a lot of people start to think, okay, I'm going to go to this party. How can I make this better? Well, I think one of the best things to do is eat like a big salad. Like if you go to a buffet and you're a diabetic, the first thing you should do is eat a big salad. And I mean, put all the good stuff on it. Use an oil and vinegar dressing because it doesn't make any sense to throw a thousand calories worth of dressing that's loaded with sugar on top of your healthy salad. But eat a big salad first. Nothing else. Eat your salad. By this time, you're already feeling pretty good and you're pretty full. And then go for protein. You know, maybe try fish. Maybe try some salmon. Maybe do some chicken. Maybe do meat if you eat meat. All that kind of good stuff. Have your, and then have it with green vegetables. Have that as your second course. By this time, you should be pretty darn full. And although you know you could cram in some mashed potatoes, baked potatoes, french fries, rice, pasta, and uh, all the different things that are up there still, chances are you're not going to want them as much. And it's a little bit easier of a, of a success to push away and say, no, I'm good. But it's, it's how we eat. Now, if you see most people going to a buffet for the first time, they are loading up with all the heavy stuff. You know, I mean, I have friends that will eat pasta, potatoes, bread, rice, all at one plate when they go to like a buffet. I mean, they're going to get their money's worth. They are, they are eating the carbs. And you know what? That's okay. But if you're diabetic or you're dealing with blood sugar issues or if you're overweight, and you don't want to make it look like you're already been on a diet, that's fine. Eat a big salad. Load it with different kinds of lettuce. Put some vegetables and things on there. You know, throw some beets and some gabonzo beans. Throw cucumbers and onions and all that good stuff on there. And then use an oil and vinegar dressing. It doesn't look like you're on a diet. It just looks like you're having a big salad. And then you go to your next plate, and you have your protein and green vegetables. People say, don't you want potatoes? No, this sounds so much better to me. You don't have to say anything. Because people will want to pull you into their carbohydrate conundrum, believe me. They want to pull us in because they want us to all eat the same, but you don't have to. And this is going to be so much better for your blood sugar. And then when you're taking the time to bring something in, like the glucose stability from Life Seasons, you have that working behind the scenes. See, that's the way I look at it. When I take it morning and night, I know that it's working for me out of sight, out of mind. I know that it's helping my pancreas. I know it's helping my blood sugar. I know it's cutting down in my cravings for sweets, which are not that big anyway. You know, I don't, thank goodness, I don't have the, the heavy craving for sweets that a lot of people do. Some people, it's like, it's like crack. I mean, it's like a, like a drug for them, sweets and sugar. And that's their go-to for everything. They're happy, sugar. They're sad, sugar. They're in a new relationship, sugar. They're breaking up, sugar. They're celebrating, sugar. You know, and it's just the way it goes. But I... That's kind of not my thing. 
you know, I don't go. I have, I have other ways to go. I, that's where my problem comes in. I would rather do chips and I love potatoes and I love rice and I love pasta. So those are my comfort zone products that I try not to do as much anymore because they turn around and bite you in the butt. They, yeah, they taste good. You enjoy it. Your palate is happy. Then your body rebels. So it doesn't mean that it's good for you. So if you are in one of these health situations that has to do with either pre-diabetes or diabetes, I would really pick up a bottle of the glucose stability, show it to your doctor. He's going to know everything that's in there because these are all things that are coming out in studies in hospitals, you know, and I think that's really important. I mean, there's going to be things on there that he knows about things like cinnamon and chromium. There's great articles coming out of John Hopkins and all the big hospitals on that as well. Go to PubMed. There's tons of doctor studies on those and things like alpha lipoic acid for neuropathy and circulation and fenugreek and gymnema and bilberry for the eyes. These are things that you're going to know about because they're being already talked about it's not that it's new it's something that we already know we're hearing about it all the time butcher's broom and go to cola and banab and bitter melon and holy basil and vanadium these are things that have been used for a very long time and this is a very very complete blood sugar formulation i think you're going to find it to be incredibly effective I think you're going to enjoy being able to have the benefit of this kind of a product. I think you're going to know that you're going to be able to make a difference, but you still have to be an adult. You still have to be responsible for your controllable variables. Getting a good night's rest, drinking water, clearing your mind, balancing your stress and becoming more positive. If that means cutting some of the negativity in your life out, so be it. And sometimes that negativity is attached to people. But sometimes those people are the ones that are causing us to have the stress in the first place. You know, as an adult, you get to choose the playground that you play in. And you get to choose the people that you allow to play in your playground, if that makes sense. We want people on the other side of the teeter-totter that keep us balanced, where you both have your hands out and you get that homeostasis kind of equally balanced, floating in the air feeling. We don't want someone that's keeping us dangling in the air or that we're on the ground because we don't balance with them at all. And we do not have to keep putting ourselves through this amount of negativity because I'm telling you right now, the negativity out there is epidemic. And what it's doing for a lot of people is it's making them very ill, it's making them sick, it's um, wearing them down, it's affecting their sleep, their nerves, they're edgy, they're anxious, they're depressed by the massive amount of, of stress and negativity that's out there. You have to just stand up and say, I can't do this. It's not easy. But sometimes you have to think about yourself first. Please try to do some self-priority. And if you're dealing with diabetes and blood sugar issues, see your doctor, get your levels, get a meter so that you can check, change your diet dramatically, drink water, get a good amount of rest, get active, do something that moves you and pick up a bottle of this glucose stability. It's like the best combination that I have found with everything all in one. It's what I use for good reason. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check out the full line of Life Seasons products, everyday low price. They have Great specials in the store on the line as well. So check them out at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. 
They're so good at what they do. You get to work with knowledgeable, informed, educated, and passionate people that can answer your questions and help you with the misinformation that's running rampant out there today and the craziness that goes along with it. Go somewhere where you can actually walk away feeling good with a good, positive peace of mind. And you know that when you get to go back there again, you can have another discussion. You can check in. You can make sure you're still heading in the right direction. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. You're going to really enjoy going there because it's going to feel good to put yourself first and have a conversation that relates to you individually on what you're doing, what you're trying to do. Maybe for a moment, you're not fixing the world, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbors and everything. Maybe you could take a step away from being that amazing, awesome person that you are and take some of that, that wonderful, awesome focus and put it on yourself because you deserve it. Remember to go to their newly revamped webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. They want to partner with you, enter your email address, start getting alerts to great deep promotions and specials and coupons that you can print on your home computer and, you know, your monthly newsletter. And of course, you can listen to any of the radio shows. You know, a show like this, that has to do with blood pressure. We talk about some of the facts, some things, some ideas, some tips. If you have a friend that is listening to this show, maybe they're not listening, maybe they should be listening. Let them know to go to stayhealthylasvegas.com. They can listen to the show and it's convenient. They might just pick up a tip or two. We call it paying it forward and it's a great thing. 877-2494-877-2494 for mail order services or to get your order together so you can just swoop in and pick it up and be on your way. And don't forget, fill out those slip in there for the basket drawing giveaway of the month. Check out all the products from Life Seasons and definitely keep in mind the glucose stability. You're going to have a great day. Take care of yourself, everyone, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guest in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.